everyone. Welcome back to another top 10 episode of Games My Mom Found. I'm Michael K. Hughes, and who else is suiting up with me today? I am Michael Elverton. And I am the Kenneth that flaps in the night. <laughs> it's me, Kenneth Sanity. Hey, y'all. Hello, welcome back. Yeah. Today we're doing our top 10 superhero games. Specifically because I listened to another podcast do it, and they did nothing but license superhero games. I'm like, okay, we got to do this right. So told Mike, so <laughs> screw the next top 10, we're doing superhero games. And here yeah, we are. not my, like my list very much, then. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I expect it with you. Yes. <laughs> I got some license in there too, but you know they're good. Yeah, I got I, ha- I have what I would call a healthy mix. That's funny though that it was some other podcast that inspired you to do that. Usually, when I come up with the top ten ideas, I listen to other things just to kind of hear what they pick. And I had originally wanted to do superhero games at some point, but it kind of yeah, hearing that one kind of moved moved it up a bit. <laughs> I'm okay with that. So, uh, should we get started? We should. Can yeah, what are the rules for this? Who we should... Oh yeah, that's a good call. Uh. Yeah, because when we asked Kenneth beyond it, he said that it was a rather nebulous topic, very broad, very vague. So I I just kind of said, use your best judgment. If you can make a case that it's a superhero game, I'll allow it. All right. Very, very open in this one. But Kenneth, as our guests, you get to start off with number 10. All right. So number 10 has a history. Some people have seen this on the Internet. Not a lot of people have actually taken the time to play it. My number 10 comes from Ocean Software, and it is the Nintendo version, 8-bit NES, of Dark Man. <laughs> what? I know of Dark Man. I don't know anything about it. Dark Man is... I have a long, sordid history with this game. So, basically, it's based on the Sam Raimi movie of the same name, which is still one of the best superhero movies ever made. And... It's a platformer. You punch, you jump, you do some all sorts of garbage. But (laughs) the cool little hook here is that Darkman disguises himself as the boss of the level. And you have to make masks based on him. So you have to take pictures of the bad guys and you get more time with your mask if your picture is better. Interesting. So it's, it's a fun little game, but it is hard it's nes of course yes so like be I, nes you know what we know how mike feels that, about nes i don't like nes a lot <laughs> that's rude because like nes games are just the oh, best i, I love them on purpose but <laughs> i mean I, this this game gets no. extra points because it's a superhero game that isn't ljn on the nes so it's got to be better than some of that crap oh oh i'm not even gonna Oh, I want to talk about one, but <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, and I know you know which one it is, too. Is this Silver Surfer? Oh, no. Silver Surfer was a joy compared to the X-Men game. Oh, yeah, that was on my uh, <laughs> that was on my worst ones that I was going to mention later on. Yeah, that's awful. Oh. We can get it out now. It's, yeah. it's barely an X-Men game. It could have been anything plastered over those crappy sprites. Or it's just like, it's an auto-scroller, shoot em up. Which, you know, is the first thing I think of when I hear X-Men. But it's... And, <laughs> like, there's no point to being any of the X-Men. They all have garbage powers. Yeah, they, they all just shoot. Cyclops, yeah, Storm, Wolverine. Iceman, Colossus, Wolverine, they all just shoot. What does he like... shoot? <laughs> Beams anyway. out, out, of his, out of his claws. He shoots claws. So I've been watching that Darkman video after you mentioned it. Okay, you're right. It doesn't look that bad. Nah, it's got a little Hogan's Alley into it, too. That's cool. Yeah. 
Okay, the picture that's, thing. That's taking the pictures. I like it. That's cool. It's interesting. I mean, it, okay, I, I know the movie. I've never seen it. I just know that it exists. I what? don't know that I want to put it on the show, <laughs> but it does look like an interesting game. Yeah, definitely. If you got the time, check it out. If you like the movie, you owe it to yourself to at least give it a shot. So my question, though, at the end of the game, does he turn into Bruce Campbell for a second before the game wraps up? Or Oh, yeah, because it's the same room. Same. <laughs> <laughs> they can't afford <laughs> face. In the end sure. of the movie, if I remember correctly, I heard that when the last face he puts on is Bruce Campbell, because Bruce Campbell was supposed to be in this movie, but the studio said no. Yep. Yeah, because it's so. Sam Raimi. You gotta have Bruce Campbell in there somewhere. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> You're right. I was not expecting that to be on this li- no, on God, any no. list. Yep. The reason it's so low is because it is so damn hard. <laughs> like, it took me... I rented this from my local mom-and-pop video game rental place every weekend for three months. Wow. To the point where I would come in, and if it wasn't on the shelf, it was because they had already pulled it for me because they knew I was going to be in. <laughs> Just in case some other kid wanted to... <laughs> play dark man on the nes yeah i'm pretty sure i'm the only person that actually rented this game from there but that's fine (laughs) (laughs) mike what is your number 10 my number 10 is iron man from 2008 the movie based on the film and the movie based on film wow the game based (laughs) on the movie (laughs) the sega joint oh god and i i played it for 360 I haven't played it in years, but I remember at some point when I got my 360, which was like 2010 or late 2009, and I ended up picking this up because it was cheap. And I remember really enjoying it. I want to say I went for the thousand points, but I couldn't beat some (laughs) of the levels on hard mode. But I really, it made me feel like I was Iron Man. You could fly around, you could shoot things. I just remember being really cool, even though it's not. Yeah, they review super poorly, but I played two for the first time last year as War Machine, and it's, it's, they're fun. They're not great. They're, you're not going to put them on a top 10 list of superhero games by any means. But <laughs> I really want to replay it, but I I actually don't have my copy anymore. Because I went and looked for it. I'm like, I want to replay this. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I don't have it anymore for 360. And I don't think it's cheap anymore because these are also published by Sega during that little time mm-hmm. where they were making MCU movies or MCU movie games. And that did not last long. God, no, I'm it's like mm-hmm. all of phase one except for Avengers, which really sucks. Yeah, we could have had a great Avengers game. But we have an Avengers <laughs> game now. God damn it. <laughs> we do have an Avengers game now, and it's fine. It's not great. Hey, not like they spent millions and millions and millions and millions to make it or anything. So The voice cast is great. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, it, it's something that stuck with me. The 360 version. And it was early achievement, so I was like into that too. But it's something that I've always wanted to replay it, even though I, I, don't, I, I have not. Just the one time. Yeah, so I'll track it down someday. My number Someday. 10 is Scribblenauts Unmasked, and it is only on here because <laughs> All right. All right. It's only on here because it has the back computer and it's based on this extensive database of DC characters. So my wife and I were watching Justice League recently, and I was kind of pointing out superheroes because I recognize them, but I don't know anything about them. So I'm like, oh, that's Vigilante, and that's Shiny Knight. So I pull out Scribblenauts on 3DS and pull up their little entries. <laughs> I read them to her. It's fun. I love being able to just, I mean, it's what the internet is, I guess. I could pull up Wikipedia and read about an exhaustive amount about them, but you get these little bite-sized paragraphs that tell you who the characters are and whatnot. I also learned that Blue Kryptonite is what Bizarro is weak to, like Superman's weak to Green Kryptonite. Oh, is Two-Face in that game, too? (laughs) God damn, you're going to get it out of the way. (laughs) Right up front. (laughs) What are you talking about? 
Uh-huh. No, it has to be saved. <laughs> okay. You can't help yourself. No. <laughs> Kenneth, what is your number nine? All right. So my number nine is a wonderful Sega Genesis game. It is X-Men 2 Clone Wars. Yeah. Now, the first X-Men Genesis game was kind of a... Hard. How can I put this? uh, (laughs) Wet fart. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it it was not an awesome game, but it had some potential. X-Men 2 is where that potential was realized. You had bigger character sprites. The game actually had a like a real plot, and you had better X Men to play with, like you know Psylocke, mm-hmm. who you know as a young teenage boy I was absolutely <laughs> obsessed with for reasons mm-hmm. I don't understand why. Oh yes, but you also got Gambit, and Gambit was just the height of cool. Uh, even Cyclops was useful in this game. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty dope. Plus, you, this I think this might have been the first one you actually got to play as Magneto. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's cool. And it was just, it was much better than the first one. I just, good, good times associated with this game. Yeah, I herald this one because it's the first one. Really one of the few X-Men games that doesn't really hamper your mutant ability usage. You just have a recharging mm-hmm. bar, so you can't spam it, but... Yeah, it's good. I like this one a lot. And the soundtrack's just pretty sweet. I have never played it. We were, it was supposed to be on the show a long time ago, but it just never happened. Oh, you should do it. Um, yeah, it yeah, never. I've always been curious about it, but I've never gotten around to it. The first one has its moments, and usually they revolve around Nightcrawler's teleportation, just breaking the game. The first one was my first memory of any game. That and Zelda, for some reason. <laughs> never played it, but I remember a, a neighbor had it for Genesis and he'd play it. And I remember watching it and it was my first memory of a video game. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that first one is rough. But uh, you mentioned good. the soundtrack. Yeah. I was the just soundtrack say, was, uh, one, oh, one also has a good soundtrack. One yeah. has an okay soundtrack, but this one was composed by Kurt Harland of Information Society, which is one of my favorite electronic slash vaguely industrial bands. Very industrial it's, soundtrack. Uh, yep. It's pretty awesome. I love the Sentinel Factory music. It's good stuff. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think part of the reason for that is that this game focuses a lot on the phalanx violence or mm-hmm. virus. So it's, no it's idea what a you're fully about. contained actual storyline, which is much better than whatever they tried to do with the first one. I'm stuck in the danger room. <laughs> yep. The first one is the first level where you're in uh, the dinosaur. Savage planet, Land, area, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I should know that. I'm, I'm being dumb today, apparently. <laughs> Brain not working. They're in dinosaur to... place. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what the fuck am I saying? I know that. J- Jake's at home shaking his fist at you right now. Uh, yeah, I could probably okay. listen to this episode, I'm sure. So, yes. <laughs> Mike, what is your number nine? My number nine is Justice League Heroes The Flat. That's true. Right. Game Boy Advance came out in 2006. I only played it once, but it's something that it, it stuck with me. I played it on a phone, actually. It's probably not the way to play a Game Boy Advance game on your phone, but hey. <laughs> So you can play it with a touchscreen, but the thing that, that really won, I'm a big fan of The Flash. I think The Flash is a, a great character, and even though this is just a basic little beat-em-up where you run around, you smack things around, but it makes you feel like The Flash. Because like, if I remember correctly, when you hit the A button, he just zooms right to the enemy, mm-hmm. which is what The Flash would do. And he hits really fast, and you can run away, and it was fun, and it had really cool bosses. And you fight Gorilla Grodd in this game, which is an idiot, but 
you go to Gotham. I mean, it just had a lot of really cool moments to me, and it stuck with me. And each level is based on a certain villain. So you go through a couple a couple areas to get to a villain. You'll fight a villain. You fight Killer Frost. You fight Cersei on Themyscira, which was really, really annoying from what I remember. But it just, it was a lot of fun. I, I do really want to replay it. I've been trying to convince to put it on the show at some point as a mini. <laughs> but it hasn't happened yet. So that, that, but it, it's, it's a really cool game. And then you also, hey, you get to fight Zoom, and the Zoom fight is a race. It's a racing boss fight, and it just it really stuck out to me. Do not play this on a cell phone, by the way. It's not fun on a cell phone. <laughs> I think like, every why? game you play that isn't Percy Jackson, you just say that. Don't play it on a phone. Don't play it on a touchscreen. Well, I keep doing that just because of it's convenient for me with my life sometimes. So, but yeah. And it's the only game I've ever played that made me feel like The Flash. I mean, <laughs> I haven't played many games with The Flash in it, but it was the first game to make me feel like I was playing as The Flash. So Fair enough. Yeah. There was a canceled Flash game that looked super promising. There's a Digi No Gaming video about it. So I'll have to find that and send it to you because it, okay. it'll make I'm you a, sad because it looks like fun. He's one of my more favorite DC heroes. Him and Green Lantern. Hal Jordan mm-hmm. Green Lantern. Those are some of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, that's my number nine. My number nine right. is Injustice 2 for the PS4 and Xbox One. And I'm not big on fighting games, but this one has such simple inputs and the roster is phenomenal. Even though they took away some of the great characters from one like Killer Frost and Batgirl and Zatanna. It's still fun. You get different gear from unfortunately loot boxes that you unlock but it actually changes the way the character models look which is pretty sweet. So you could have Harley Quinn you could have her look like she does in Suicide Squad or you could have her look like she does in the animated series and whatnot. So there's a lot of little customizations you can do and the story is actually decent which means a lot coming from me because I don't play games for story. Especially a fighting game with a good story. That's pretty rare. Injustice is good, too. <sighs> yeah, it's just I tried to play it after playing some of two, and it just feels way slower and I can get into it as well. But yeah, it's... yeah, I will say go ahead. I will say that about uh, Injustice 2. It basically took everything that the first game did and improved on it. Like, yeah. I can't I can't really think of one thing I didn't like about Injustice 2. I'm just not a huge fighting game fan, so you won't find it on my list. But I support <laughs> it. I support its position here. I played Mortal Kombat growing up, and when they announced 11 and they started showing off some fatalities, and I'm like, oh, um, <laughs> this is, I don't think this is for me anymore. They're a little too over the top, but Injustice is a nice fallback from another realm. Agreed. Yeah. So, Kenneth, what is your number eight? All right, my number eight, also coming from the Sega Genesis, because there are two (laughs) versions, and they are very, very different. The Adventures of Batman and Robin. Oh, nice. Now, this one, I picked the Genesis version specifically because I thought it looked a lot closer to the actual animated series itself. You know, you're basically, it's a beat-em-up. It's like... You just running through. Mister Freeze is trying to freeze Gotham City as he does. So basically, you can you know just go through, beat him up. And this one was cool because you could play as Batman and Robin at the same time. The Super Nintendo one did not have that. <laughs> this is the one that plays. Had. It plays kind of like Contra, where it's more like a shoot 'em up because you're just throwing out waves and waves of bat- batarangs as your normal yeah. attack. And it also has the uh, the side-scrolling shooters with the uh, the Batwing missions, too. Mm-hmm. And it's hard as balls. Mm-hmm. It is, but I love it. I played it. <laughs> I've played it before, too, but I've never gotten far in it. But I suck you at video try games. Try it again. I still suck at video games, but yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> the Super Nintendo one isn't bad. 
It's uh, mm. it's fine. It's hard to. Yeah. Again, that was an era, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mike, what is your number eight? My number eight is another Sega Genesis licensed superhero game. Uh, Captain America Super Soldier from 2011. It's the one that's based on the first Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. This game does not get enough credit. It is this last Sega game that we got before they ended up stopped doing before Marvel Disney pulled the plug on, on that. But I think they must have had a contract. This game is actually really good. I only played it once. It's been a while, but it felt I, I remember it feels a lot like Prince of Persia. It's a lot of like platforming that you're doing, running around. And I just remember it, it really stuck out with me. It, it's a very, very good third person action game with Captain America in it. And it felt like Captain America. It actually got Chris Evans to do the voiceover for it. Oh, I'm surprised. I don't remember a whole lot about it. I just remember that it was really good, and it was probably one of the best you know, games from that time of Captain uh-huh. America. I played up till the first real boss. The first boss I remember having a health bar. I fought him for like a half an hour. I apparently wasn't doing the boss fight right, because I was just doing chip damage. And I think I died shortly after, and it started me before his fight again. It's like, oh, I'm done. That's I don't need to do that again. I have, I cannot remember anything. I just remember it had very much like the combat was kind of like Arkham Asylum too. So that was something that grabbed me. It had very good combat. I mean, not as good as Arkham Asylum, of course, but that same style they were trying to imitate. Mm -hmm. And it has platforming like Prince of Persia. It was just overall a really good game. And it's something that I've been really meaning to go back and replay because you could upgrade your character, which I'm a sucker when you get to upgrade stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't remember anything. I don't remember a whole lot about it. I just remember it it was great and it stuck with me. I've been meaning to make you play it at some point, but that's not (laughs) happening yet. I do own it. Okay, then I might do it, because it's hard to find otherwise. It's not cheap. It's yeah. probably the most expensive of that set. This is the best one of that set. <laughs> it is yep. the best one of that set. That game was a blast. There's also a Thor game. Yeah, but that's not. I have it. <laughs> Which I think was the worst of that set of games. <laughs> yes. The Hulk game is not bad. No, the Hulk game was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's... But I, I think of that whole grouping, though, Captain America was probably my favorite. Oh, yeah. It really bummed me out so much when so I would love to see what else they could have done as time went on. Yeah, especially because Avengers was next. and But then it was just Iron Man Dark or uh, Dark World after that. So it was probably mm. good they stopped where they did. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked more games versus what we got from Disney. True. All right. Yeah. My number eight is Crackdown 3 for the Xbox One. And uh, it's OK a diet version of something later on on my list, but it's still fun to just kind of explore the city and your stats go up through usage, except for the agility orbs, which are addicting to collect because they're just spread all over the rooftops. The combat isn't great, but it's pretty fun to just pick up a truck and throw it at a normal guy with a gun because there's, there's no kill like overkill. So. <laughs> And three kind of takes the Saturday morning cartoon route of villains <laughs> up to 11. You're fighting really stupid things, but I don't know. there's some charm to it. It's fun. Boy, that, did I sell that game or what? <laughs> totally. <laughs> See, I never played three. I played one and two, and I both of those are just ridiculously fun, easy ways to just blow an hour or two and not realize it. Three was the one with Terry Crews in it, right? Yep. Yep. That is the thing that happened. And the multiplayer's got destructible environments, though I've never been able to play it. Oh, that's sh- impressive. Shame they didn't have that in the single player, because that oh, would have been fun. All right. Kenneth, what is your number seven? All right. My number seven is probably going to cause a fight. It is Marvel <laughs> Ultimate Alliance 2. Oh, man. I've said recently, I've gone on record recently. Two is my favorite of the three. 
it it is the best one. It's but the only one I can number go back seven, to. Mm, I will say that, um, yeah, two is the best one. And I don't necessarily like the ports that came out recently. Like, something feels off about them. Mm-hmm. I've heard that, too. What company published but, it? Uh, uh, Vicarious oh, Visions was no, the publisher. Oh, publish. Uh, Activision. There's your answer right there, huh? Uh, womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares if it looks good? Will it sell? I think so. Shove it out the door. We need that money. Yep. Yeah. Coke Tech needs another yacht. <laughs> the uh, ports were done by uh, Zoe Mode. Never heard of them. Uh-uh. Nope. But, uh, yeah, Vicarious Visions did the first one. I will say I have mad respect for Vicarious Visions. They did a lot of interesting things in the uh, video game world. Mm. And I, I thought they really treated Marvel well. Like, all the characters felt different. And it was just, it was fun. It was a great game to play with people. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. This is the one with the, the fusion attacks, too. So you can combine people's powers to do some over-the-top yep. attack. So many lost hours to this game. <laughs> I have just sitting on the couch. What? I never played this one. Oh, you need to fix it though. I it's own it. So I have it right on, on the shelf to the right of me. I'm pretty sure it better be there, but I have never got around to it. I don't know. It's also rare as hell now. You cannot find yeah. this game. Mm-hmm. Either one are just rare. I even I want to say I, on my 360. I even had the DLC for both these games because I grabbed it before it went away and never to return. Well, that's good because one of the DLC characters is Carnage, and he's awesome. Yep. That's the reason why I bought it. <laughs> he's great. Now, I know a lot of people are, might disagree with me out there putting it so low, but uh, well, it's my list. So make your own list. I figured you were going to say that people are going to disagree that you put two on here, not one. Oh, God, no. I don't think anybody who's played either one of them would say that one is better than two. <laughs> people have a lot of nostalgia for that first one. That first one's really like good. There's, nostalgia is fine, but two much like Injustice 2, this just takes everything that the first one did and made it even better. Main criticism I have is they took the number of costumes from four to two. That's kind of lame. Yeah, all right. Fine, I guess. <laughs> but, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not too bad. True. But this does take place during the Civil War timeline, and it does have two different stories mm-hmm. on the pro-registration side and the anti-registration side. So... You got to play through it twice. You have oh, to. Because yeah. they have different bosses and whatnot. It's fun. And different. some characters are even locked behind individual sides. Mm-hmm. So you're missing out if you don't play through it all the way. You hear that, Mike? You got to play through it twice. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see that happening. <laughs> uh, you can do it. <laughs> Mike, what's your number seven? All right. My number seven is Batman the Enemy Within made by Telltale. Wow. So Telltale made two Batman games during their, little, during their time when they still had the license before they went away. And the first one is good, but the second one really stuck out with me. It's it's a Joker story, and it is a... I think it's a great, great Joker story. I know some people disagree with me. I know some people that have played it and thought it was terribly stupid. I love this game. I love the take on Harley Quinn. I love the fact that Harley Quinn, at least for a good, if I remember correctly, for most of this game, is the one in charge of Joker. Joker is the the more victim of this than she, and she's the more you know the more defined one. And that to me kind of stuck out to like, okay, that's an interesting take to switch the dynamic of them. So she's mm-hmm. the more abusive one than he is, even though he goes crazy as the game progresses. And he, but 
in the beginning, it, it has that different dynamic where he's she's a criminal and he's kind of just it doesn't really just kind of going along with it. Criminal too, but not as manipulative. It's a really yeah, good game. I haven't played those yet. You you definitely should play both of them, but this one to me stands out even more. You get you get Bane. You get a lot of good characters. The gameplay is normal Telltale game. Hit buttons, read stuff, but. It's a, such a great story that you won't want to stop playing an episode. And the last episode can has two completely different versions of it, depending on decisions you make in episode three or four. Oh, nice. Depending on what you did. I mean, they're kind of the same, but there's big, big differences between the two if you do certain things. So That's you played through this game twice? No. no <laughs> just, just, you, I mean, I don't think you need to play through it twice. I think you just YouTube it. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really good. It came out in... I cannot see because it is not telling me what year it came out in. Let me see. I should have it in my note. 2017. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's it disappeared for a little while off the marketplace because Telltale got bought out or bankrupt. Yeah. I think it's back though on digital marketplace. I marketplaces. It, is. it gets cheap sometimes. It's if you like Batman, I highly recommend picking up this game, I like especially Batman. for cheap. I think I got it free through through something or other. It's like mm, it was free at one point because it has a lot of license issues because you know license and Telltale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it free too at some point, but. Again, but yeah, definitely anyone who's into Batman, play this game. You will. I don't think you'll be disappointed. <laughs> cool. Okay. All right. See, I haven't played this game, but you told me to give it a shot. So I'm going to listen to you and play this game. <laughs> you see how that works, Mike? You should probably play the first one because there are some things. Also, the Telltale games have one of the best interpretations of Bruce Wayne. Just the way that you play as Bruce Wayne, I think, is something you don't see in any, any game where you actually get to be Bruce Wayne. Because. Hmm. Running around a city, breaking people's necks for five minutes does not count as playing it through Swain. But don't don't worry, they're fine. They'll live through it. <laughs> oh yeah, they'll, they'll be okay in the cold with their shirtless and their legs are broken. They'll be fine, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure the other inmates will take them to a hospital and get them t- checked out. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my, my number seven is Spider-Man on the PS1 from NetherRealm, the Tony Hawk people. And this is the one, well... By the time this episode is out, the episode we've done on this game is already out. So go back and listen to that. Uh, very close. It won't be out yet. Uh, ish. If it's not out, it's coming in the next week. It's coming in about a week or so. There you go. So look forward to that. <laughs> I guess. Gotta love these time paradoxes. But this was the first superhero game that I remember being like truly great. Like it captured what it felt to be the superhero you're playing as. Because Spider-Man is awesome and he deserves better than spider-man versus the sinister six on nes ljn looking at you (laughs) but it's got a lot of the classic spidey villains in it you fight rhino you fight doc ock and carnage and venom's in it too even though he's a goofy cartoon character in this one for some reason he's very excited to surf the web at some point <laughs> is this the game with Carnage Doc Ock in the end of it or something? Yeah, this is the one where the final boss is Monster Ock. Okay, I've seen uh, footage of this game. I've never played it. Because <laughs> it was the, the big thing to invent a new character for these games, because the sequels has Hyper Electro, I think. Something weird like that. Anyway, it's got a lot of unlockable costumes that all have their own different abilities, like the symbiote suit has infinite webbing, and the sequel added a bunch of stuff costume-wise and abilities you can make your own spidey it's like create a spidey i think where you can pick the costume and you give it two different abilities but the main game isn't nearly as fun as this one and there's also a what if mode that changes up the gameplay changes up the dialogue at some point you see ghost rider driving up the side of a building i think it might even be in the intro but 
So you gotta play it through twice. So you can play through what if mode, Mike. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> so for the Doc Ock, <laughs> the Doc Ock eat Carnage and he mutated, and that's why he had Carnage abilities. You fight Carnage, and then when oh, Cletus do. gets knocked out, the symbiote goes off of him onto Otto Octavius. Okay, I was trying to make a very specific joke about something. Okay, that involves cool. cubes, lots of cubes. Okay, someone <laughs> out there's laughing. I'm sure. Cube of War. No one's laughing. It was a cube oh, of okay. War. Okay. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Kenneth, what is your number six? My number six is another Genesis game. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, this time I'm actually going back to the wonderful days of the PlayStation 3, and I want to talk about X-Men Origins Wolverine Uncaged Edition. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I figured someone was going to have this on their list. This is one of the best Wolverine games ever made. Like it, I played the Wii version first, and the Wii version is just about as bad as you would think. <laughs> but then I got the PS3 version, and it is just, it's gruesome. It is gruesome. So good. Yes, it is a blast. You take people apart, there's a berserker mode. It's, ah, it is just so much fun. And I've been really, trying to tell Mike one day we got to do this on the show because it is, it really makes you feel like Wolverine. It really does. It's so much better than the movie. I know a lot of people probably <laughs> didn't want to play it because the movie was not great. And oh, well, I think it was fine. It wasn't a good movie. But this, oh, this is so good. Finally, like I think you like jump into someone in a helicopter at one point. And just, I mean, you get ripped to shreds yep. and you just watch them just heal but oh man I, I i need to go replay it now yeah i always whenever i think about this game i think of wolverine jumps onto a helicopter pulls the pilot out and holds his head up into the blades mm-hmm. it's, oh mm. my god gruesome is the right word for it it's I mean, such a good time who the hell thought you get a great game out of that movie but hey and <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is that this was made by Raven Software, who, if we're all keeping track at home, is from my home state of Wisconsin. They're based right up in Madison. I didn't know that. Nice. Yep. Now they do (laughs) Call of Duty. (laughs) They had such awesome games. They did the first two X-Men Legends game, and they did Singularity, which is another awesome one that no one talks about. Now they're. I like the old Soldier of Fortune games they did. Never played those. I know they were like hyper violent too. They were. They were, and they were. My teenage heart just loved them. <laughs> oh, but. and also in that Wolverine game, you can have the classic Wolverine costume they have in the game. They also have my favorite costume, the Uncanny X Force costume, is also in this game. Is that the black one? Uh huh. I love his X Force costume. Pretty good. It's the best it Wolverine was... stuff I ever read. It's the Uncanny X Force Volume One. This really was one of the best. Like, at the time, one of the best superhero games that was oh, yeah. ever, you know, if we're talking licensed ones. For sure. Like, this was, this was the standard bearer for a while. Yeah, buddy. Mike, what is your number six? My number six is Marvel Ultimate Alliance for 360 from 2006. <laughs> the first one. Yes. I never played the second one. <laughs> so I can't, I can't judge on the second one. I really enjoyed the first one. I played it with a, a friend of mine. Because it was a beat em up, and we played through the entire game. And this is also a lot of my introduction to some other characters I didn't know from Marvel. This is the first time I ever saw Winter Soldier. This would be, you know, before we got the movies and everything. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. And it, it did that for me for so many characters in this game that it was my introduction to them. And I think that was another part that stuck with me. 
I mean, yes, the gameplay is it's just a beat em up. You run around, you you beat things, you you fight characters, you keep moving. But the areas were cool. I remember there being unlockables, like Daredevil was unlockable. I think Silver Surfer was in this game. Mm-hmm. You had to like collect certain parts in certain areas. I remember having to look up guides and just had a great time with it. It was one of those games that it, it was a lot of fun. I've been wanting to go back to it for a long, long time, but it has not happened yet. It almost happened uh, last season, two seasons ago. But then oh, you almost put it on? Uh-huh. Don't you go to an arcade level in this game, too? Yeah, you go to Murder World. Okay, now that, again, that's probably uh, another reason why this game's always stuck to me. I'm a big fan of arcade for no good reason. <laughs> I I mean, hell, we did an X-Men episode a long time ago where we talked about X-Men vs. Arcade in one of our early comic episodes. I just like arcade. I have a three appearance above my head. It's I thought you were going to say you did the, the crappy Super Nintendo game. Uh, not really. We just did the comic. I try, I, we talked about it, but I didn't actually do like, <laughs> I played it for like 20 minutes and couldn't and still couldn't even beat it even in this day and age with save states because that game is awful. Oh, yeah, that's impossible. But yeah, this do, do we step on your toes, Kenneth? Did you have something to add? No, no, I'm just I'm a little hurt that you would, you know, I, I understand that this is your house and I have no right <laughs> to complain. But how dare you, good sir? How dare you? I never played two, so though. Does that Nintendo count? The game is a blast. There's a, there's a little rainbow icon on the cover that leads Cretans to it not being good, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> even a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> what okay. game are you guys talking about? Spider-Man X-Men Arcade's Revenge. Oh, that, it's just, it's a, okay, yeah, there's, I'm not, it's a terrible game. Terrible <laughs> game. Yeah, it's, the color, it's, it's another I mean, LJN joint. It's too damn hard. <sighs> Just because it's hard doesn't mean it's bad. You get yeah, to play a storm, and what does and you know what storm is really known for? Swimming, not for causing lightning or doing cool stuff. No, swimming. Is that Ultron on the cover? Is he one of the bosses? He might be on the cover. Doesn't mean he's in the game. But <laughs> Apocalypse is because you. Eh, it's a it's a really bad game. But we'll, yeah. <laughs> Someday I'll beat it. I tell myself. Yeah, there's game genie codes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on, my number six is Prototype for the 316 PS3. This is, is this my, my first non-licensed one, I think. I don't know. But it's kind of the the spiritual successor to Hulk Ultimate Destruction, which was Tony's shout-out at the end of the episode we had him on. Made yeah, by... Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so Radical Entertainment, basically, I think they wanted to make another Hulk game and lost the license or something, so they just took that same formula and Throw it into a symbiote like New York, where he plays Alex Mercer, who's got all these fun shape-shifting abilities. He can absorb anyone on the street and become them, and he can grow his hands into claws and blades and a hammer fist and whips and all kinds of fun stuff. It's basically a supervillain simulator, because you can just pick someone up, sprint up a building, and just throw them as far as you can see. And I've done that a little too often, I'm sure. Yeah, you need to put it on the you need to put it on, on the schedule so I can finally play it. Consider <laughs> I own three to four copies of this game and have never played it yet. So please, Why? one day make, make me. But, I can't explain it. I just can't hide it. I don't know. Mike's a collector. He's uh, a, he he collects games. He doesn't play them. Okay. Okay. Well, one reason I own multiple copies is I bought it for 360, and then I bought Prototype 2 for 360, and then I bought Prototype 2 for PS3, and then I found another copy of Prototype 2 for PS3 that had both of them. So I bought that too, even though. Is unopened and the code is still in there. I should probably use that one day, but I don't really care. It might even be expired by now. Yeah. And that, that expiration date doesn't, in my experience, that expiration date is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> when I've done stuff that expired, it still worked just fine. <laughs> so, yeah. And I, I, right. I actually don't own it on Steam, surprisingly. But no, I, I, yeah, I buy games multiple times. 
<laughs> when I, if I get them for cheap, I've got it for like three dollars. I'm like, okay, I'll buy it for three dollars. All right, three bucks. I can't even be mad. So yeah, I have a lot of multiple games. But yeah, so yeah, please one day make me play this damn game. <laughs> Will do. Kenneth, what was your number five? All right, my number five, another surprising one. Technically, it's a licensed game. I am talking about the, and you know what? I'm not going to split hairs on this one. The Super Nintendo and the Genesis version of Judge Dread. Oh, that is a surprising 1995, one. Based on technically based on the movie of the same name. It's just a good old fashioned platformer. You can either kill perps, you can arrest perps. It's the best fun you'll have in acting fascism on your 16 bits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this now, is another one I have not played. Keep it that oh, way. Oh, it's fun. Okay. It's just fun. Like, it's based on the movie with Sylvester Stallone and Armand Asante. And, you know, I'm sure we all have very complicated feelings about that movie if we've seen it. But afterwards, you go into more of the comic book side and you fight the dark judges of Fear, Judge Mortis, all the way on up to Judge Death. And it's just, it's fun. I just recently purchased this on Genesis again. My <laughs> wife gave me a look when I did, but I don't care. Fond memories. <laughs> a lot of fond memories of this game. And it still I holds up. And I, re- I, either I rented it or something, but I know I played it and I hated it and it did not. I never played it again. Jesus Christ. Okay, I don't like this style of platformer, so that's part of it. It's, I don't like platformers where you have a huge open level to run around and you gotta figure out where to go. I don't like that style okay. of game. That's fair. Like Demolition Man, I think, did that. There were a bunch of games, like Alien 3, for example. There were a bunch of games that did this style and I do not like this style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't played Demolition Man in a minute. I want to go back to that. <laughs> Tell your wife I'm sorry when she sees you purchase it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> eh. It's just one of those. So, I mean, that's, that's partly why. But I never played enough to be able to say it's a good or bad game. I just remember not. It wasn't my thing, and I never went back to it. Yeah. Well, again, I will suggest give it a shot. Maybe it's your thing. Maybe it's not. Yeah. But I love it enough to make it <laughs> my number five. Mike, what's your number five? All right. My number five is X-Men Destiny. I'm kidding. (laughs) X-Men Mutant Apocalypse for SNES 1994. Ooh, well done. This is a great game. I played it before. I I think right before I started the show or sometime maybe during early the show. And it's just such a great X-Men game. You get to pick who you want to play as right in the beginning. And each one has their own little levels that you'll go through. You have Cyclops, Beast, Gambit, Wolverine, Psylocke. And man, it's how it gets hot in this game, too. <laughs> so it's like the other game that we were talking about with her in it. Even better, because mm-hmm. the sprite work is better in this game. And it, it's such a good game. Like Each of their, of their unique levels really, I feel like, fits the characters that you're playing as, as you go through the game. You know, they have, and then as you, as, you, as you finish those levels, you get to go to the main part of the game, which you go to, I think, it's, no, first you go to the danger room, you fight a bunch of bosses for no reason, just because they can throw them in. Like, you fight Apocalypse, you fight Omega Red. God, you fight other people I don't remember, but they, they don't need to be in this game. They just throw them in the game because they could. And I'm, I'm completely okay with that. And this is a game that introduced me a, more to the X-Men. Even though, I mean, I already knew who the X-Men were from the anime cartoon, but this helped fuel that. And it's you get to fight fucking Apocalypse. I love Apocalypse. He's and I, I really want to Genesis this game. game. Hmm? He's in that first Genesis game. Mm. <sighs> Probably the same as this because they're both in the danger room, so. No. I know I don't play, but I mean, they're both danger room. They're not real apocalypse is what I'm trying to say. 
because I don't think this is real apocalypse that you're fighting. Maybe it is, and I'm wrong. It's not the danger room. It's been a little while since I played the game, but I can't see apocalypse working with Magneto. You don't see a lot of Omega Red. No, he's not a real. You don't, and you should. You should. I love Omega Red. Same too. A guy I work with, he's like his favorite Marvel villain, which I won't hold that against him, but (laughs) it's quite the statement. Yeah, Yeah. but it's a it's a really good game. It's and you get to fight Magneto. In the end, because you go to Asteroid M, right? Because <laughs> it's an X-Men game in the 90s. Of course you fight. And Beast can climb on walls. And, I mean, and Well, the thing that's so interesting is that the last section of the game, you can pick whoever you want to play as for a majority of the levels. So, And each character plays differently. And so I always play as the same. And I was wrong. I don't think Apocalypse is in the danger room. You actually just fight Apocalypse working with Magneto, which makes absolutely no sense. But whatever. Because <laughs> Apocalypse would not be working with Magneto because he'd want to kill Magneto. Because he doesn't want anyone else to take charge of him. Yeah. Got a lot of the supervillain team-ups. Not yeah. not him, though. He's too... I can't see those two ever teaming up. And you have to yeah. fight the Juggernaut, too. I gotta say that. Juggernaut is in this game, and I, that was another, I, another reason I really liked it. Does he announce that he's the Juggernaut, bitch? He does not. Kevin's gonna kick us off of our own show. <laughs> Alright guys, tune in next week for Games from I'm Fond, starring Kenneth Sanity, because the mics have mysteriously gone missing. <laughs> so that's my number five. X-Men Mutant Apocalypse. <laughs> My number five is Lego Batman 2 DC Superheroes. All this, right. was, this was originally Lego Marvel Superheroes, and I realized that I have a Marvel-heavy list, so I swapped it out. Which, it's fine, because it's the first Lego game that I really remember loving. Because the first Lego Batman is fine, but this one was the first Lego game to actually have voice acting. And I might be the first time Troy Baker voiced Batman. I could look that up, but I'm not going to. But he does a great job, and they bring in Superman and... Uh, not the original Justice League. Well, original based on the cartoon that everyone loves. Wonder Woman, Superman, Aquaman, Green Lantern. Flash. I mean, they are in the original Justice League, Flash. Yeah, I think Cyborg's in there, too. But he's not it's original. it's a lot of fun. There's there's only 75 characters, which is half of Marvel superheroes, because I'm pretty sure that one had 150, which is just nuts. But yeah, it's but still... Marvel superheroes is like a lot of B tier. That's fair. I'll give you that. Also, Marvel Superheroes was later than this one. Oh, yeah. That's probably the biggest. This is the first game that lets you play as a, you know, it was the first, like, you know, superhero game like that. Yeah. Because I think Lego Batman 1 just had Batman, Robin, and then a bunch of villains. Yes. There might have been one. Yeah, I don't think there were any other heroes. Introduced, like I think, the more open-worldy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because instead of just going through a hub to get to your different levels, you're running around all of Gotham. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm not going to go too far into it because you played a Lego game. You know what to expect here. It's their same formula that TT pumped out for. Oh, uh, they're still going, I guess, that Lego Star Wars, whatever is coming out this year. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, the Which Skywalker is... saga or whatever, mm-hmm. right? All all eight movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all eight and a half. Yeah. OK. Uh-huh. All right. Let's have this tangent right now, then. <laughs> Which one aren't you counting? Last Jedi. You I'm don't need Last Jedi. Microphone. Nothing happens in Last Jedi. You cut out that movie and the movie just keeps going. Luke just is no longer there. Okay, he died. All right. <laughs> oh, God damn it! Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad movie. No, it's not. But, okay. Okay, Attack of the Clone. That's a bad movie. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yes. I've seen that one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's change gears. Kenneth, what's your number four? My number four is... Uh, surprisingly recent one. Ooh. <laughs> and it's also technically non-licensed. I want to talk about the PlayStation 4 game. Oh, okay. All right. Well, 
I want to talk about the PlayStation 4 game, Infamous Second Son. Oh, man. That's a good one. <laughs> and it's my number four. It's my number three. And, oh, <laughs> such a good game. I love it. Such a good game. It basically, you know, if you've played any of the Infamous games, you kind of know the structure. You're, you know, young kid, you discover you have, what does it start out with, smoke powers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then you just, you pick up more superpowers as time goes on. And the second one, uh, you're not fighting against vampires, which is unfortunate. (laughs) But uh, this one, it's, it feels more like an X-Men game in that you're fighting against humans that don't like mutants. Oh yeah. The DUP is basically the MRD. Yeah, pretty much. It's just, it's a good fun game the powers are inventive mm-hmm. like never would have thought neon would have been a great power but sitting here being a sniper with neon it's one of the best times <laughs> i've had in that game yeah, they basically took like the standard elemental stuff like cole had electricity in the first game then get ice and fire in the second one they're like yeah let's do something different so you get smoke neon video and concrete as your four power sets yeah yeah, I remember the video one I never really used that much, like, when necessary. And Concrete was, eh, fine, yeah, fine, I guess. You get after the final boss, so. Yeah, it's fun to mess around with, but, mm-hmm. meh. But the yeah. Smoke one, so, Smoke was surprisingly <laughs> useful most of the time. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to play this game again. <laughs> I just installed it last week, I just haven't booted it up yet. That's my number four. Mike, what about you? Uh, my number four is also Lego Batman 2 DC Superheroes for 360 in 2012. All right. It's either one or two. I really, really like one a lot. One is a great game. The reason why two ends up going on here is more sentimental reasons, let's say. Uh, Lego Batman 2 is one of those games where it was one of the first games that I played with my son. And there was one day where he was sitting on the... I was at work. He was sitting on the couch. He hooked, he, had his, he sat down in his little chair had 360, put on Lego Batman 2, and just put the and put the two controllers in and just sat there and waited for like two hours for me to come home from work so we can yeah. play together. Aww. So that's something that's always, he was like, I think six, I think it was six at the time, and that's something that's always stuck with me. I mean, and one, it's a great game. You get to play as great, I mean, you, it's mostly a Lego Batman game, like the last act of the game when you end up unlocking like Superman, Flash, Green Lantern, and you just run around the city. I don't like that as much as Lego Batman. I, I personally like Lego Batman better other than the fact that I have sentimental reasons with this game, so that's why my number four is Lego Batman 2. Did you ever play 3? Yep. Does an hour count? <laughs> I downloaded it, and then I just I just got too busy other stuff. No, because when you play it for an hour, you're still playing Lego Batman. It's not until about four or five missions in, it just goes bonkers. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get that far. I got the Killer Crocs. I was like really in the beginning. I just It was early on when you joined the show, and I just yeah. didn't get around to it. It's fine. It, something about it, it loses the charm. Bonkers is a good descriptor. (laughs) When you're running around the Watchtower and you've got Conan O'Brien narrating what room you're in, I'm like, what is happening? What's going on here? Yeah, it's a very odd game. Which sucks because it revolves around the the lantern spectrum. So it's got all the colors of the lantern cores. So I was bummed they took that story and kind of pooped all over it. Anyway. My number four is Saints Row 4 for the 316 <laughs> PS3. You knew this is going to be on here. I'm not sure <laughs> <that it is. laughs> People can hate on it all I want. It is a fun-ass game to just put on and 
really you don't have to pay too much attention to it. It's kind of just a power trip. You're running around with really fun to use powers. You get telekinesis and kind of a cold blast, but you can switch up the elements to them, which is neither here nor there. But <laughs> for me, when it comes to open world games, the movement has to be fun to use. I can't stand something like The Witcher, where you're just riding a horse to get from point A to point B. It's like, I want to super speed across the <laughs> the city and jump from a skyscraper to the next building over. So Crackdown had that. Prototype has it. This has it. Infamous Second Son has it. It's just, it's very important to me. And just like Crackdown, collecting the little clusters in this that let you upgrade your powers is very addicting. Like, I'll start it up and play the first couple missions, and then I'll spend the next two to three hours just going around collecting these things, even though I can't use them all for some time. And the weapons are crazy. There's one that just shoots out a black hole and sucks up everything around it. Very overpowered. Very fun. Very Saints Row over the top. And Laura Bailey is the, the main <laughs> the main female voice. She's female voice one, and I'm always I will always give credit to Laura Bailey because she's awesome. But yeah, that's my number four. Ken, Kenneth, what is your number three? All right, my number three <clears throat> is a game we've talked about before, and I think now is the time that we can say the phrase that we've all <laughs> wanted to say. <laughs> Because my number three is Batman Arkham City. Two guns, bitch. <laughs> I think we should uh, all do it. Count of five. One, two, three, four, five. Two guns, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the only two uh, cartoonier more than Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, uh, it's we did an entire episode on this. I don't know if there's really anything else I have to say except for, once again, fuck the Riddler trophies. <laughs> I hate the Riddler trophies. Every Brocksteady game, I have, I do the Riddler trophies that it makes me do, and I never do anymore because I don't care. But you can't, you can't get 100% if you don't get the Riddler trophies. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I enjoy it more. Some games I'll be a completionist with, like Assassin's Creed games, I'll completion all day long. Batman, I can't do it, won't do it. Hmm. No thanks. Remind That's me again, my number three. How many weapons does Two Face carry in that game? Um, I believe it. Two guns! <laughs> bitch. <laughs> awesome. I figured someone's going to have it on here. It might still be coming on Mike's list, too. Mm-hmm. But, Mike, what is your number three? My number three is a game that I'm surprised we haven't mentioned yet. Spider-Man Marvel's Spider-Man from 2018, made by Insomniac for PS4. This is probably one of the best Spider-Man games you will uh, ha- that exist. I mean, it is a great game. I mean, you get to be Spider-Man. The swinging is great. The story is really good. I mean, you get to fight pretty much fight the Sinister Six, plus a guy that doesn't really belong in there. To, am I N- Mr. Negative, I think it is? Yeah. I mean, he's fine. I mean, I just he wasn't... When I think of Sinister Six, I think of the original Rhino, Craven, Mysterio, Green Goblin, Electro, somewhere yeah. Scorpion, maybe, I think. If I, no, I always get points, get points for me for not having Craven in there. He's such a weak villain. Yeah, but he's part of it. <laughs> so, but overall, it's a great game. I mean, they, they did a great job. It, it's so much fun. The, even, I've been meaning to play the DLC for years. I actually I actually own two copies of this game, too. Um, I, own the right, I own the vanilla, and I own the Game of the Year version. Wow. It was cheaper to buy the Game of the Year version with the DLC than it was to buy the DLC at one point. Uh, that does happen. 
So I'm like, pretend. I'm like, it was 10 or 15. I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll just buy this. So I had not played it, the DLC, but I, I love this game. I played it during the time that I've been doing the show. It took like two months to beat it because the show, but it's a really, really good Spider-Man game. And the story is so good. Mm-hmm. So good. And there's a sequel to it that I've not played because I don't own a PS5. So on PS4. PS4. Mm-hmm. I just beat it last weekend. <laughs> I'm not in uh some point. Yeah. I forgot it existed, but to be honest with you. It just came out last year. Yeah, but if it's not something we do for the show, I don't think much about it. That's fair. I'll give you that. My whole brain when I'm not at work is games my mom found. It's <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I know. I know how it goes. Now, my number three is Infamous Second Son. And Kenneth covered it pretty well. I just wanted to touch on a couple of characters because I know it's the cool thing to hate on Delson because he's a smug asshole, but I'm kind of a smug asshole, so it fits my, <laughs> it fits my tastes. And Troy Baker does an awesome job as him. Uh, Travis Willingham plays his brother Reggie, who has great banter because Reggie is a cop and Delson is a delinquent, so they have a good back and forth. And uh, uh, this other actress, I don't recognize the name, Fetch is voiced by Laura Bailey. Hmm. Who that? She does an amazing job as well. And this is one of the few games that I actually have the platinum on. I went for all the all the trophies because it, I just couldn't put it down. The collection is a lot easier in this than in Infamous 1 and 2 because you're still collecting shards, but they show up on your mini map and your overall map. That makes a world of difference. You're not just running around the city pinging, hoping that one pops up somewhere. Probably didn't put infamous on this list. The, the first one, you know. No, <laughs> never, never again. Canada, <laughs> hit us with your number two. All right, my number two is not licensed. Woo-hoo. Go figure. <laughs> my number two comes from the developers of Bioshock Irrational Games, and it's a little game called Freedom Force versus the Third nice. Reich. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh my god, this game is so dumb but amazing. I love it so much. It's basically like a tactical role-playing game, but it's with superheroes. And they're not real superheroes, but they feel like it. (laughs) It's mostly, it's only on PC, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's only PC. That's why I never played. But, But it's had some great mods over the years. Like, this is still a game that has a crowd that is actively involved with it. People still love it. Uh, completely destructible maps. And you're fighting Nazis. Nazis! That's what superheroes do! <laughs> like, it's just, ah, oh, it's so much fun. And if you haven't tried it, you should. It's, it's a blast. An absolute blast. And this came, like, right before Bioshock was released, so... It's it's the last time that Irrational would make something this fun, in my opinion. <laughs> I, this is another one. I just installed it last week. I was going to play it for research for this list. I just never got around to it. But I, I've had this game. I still have the physical version of this game. I, so, I've been a fan for so long. It's They're great. I've never played them. The, main character, is, the main character is a XP of Captain America. He plays the Minuteman. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's like a Civil War Captain America, Revolutionary War. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Sorry, I gotta get your wars correct, <laughs> sir. Whatever, history guy, deal with it. Oh, yep. Here we go. History time. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what is your number two? 
My number two is Batman Arkham City. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of this. For 360, game. made by Rock City from 2011. This one, we, I. This one I was kind of torn between because part of me want to put Arkham Origins on. I remember, but I haven't played Arkham Origins in years, so I can't remember how good it is. Uh-huh. Arkham City surprised me when we when we played it for the show. I was like, I don't really want to play this. I don't think it's going to be very good because I remember not liking it as much. And it surprised me how much fun I had with this game. And it is such a good game. The story is great. You get to so many wonderful characters. You get to fight, and you know, even though I love Arkham Asylum, Arkham City is definitely better. And I was oh, yeah. surprised as this thing fat, but yeah, my number two is two guns, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> number two there guns. There we go. Get one more in. <laughs> I had to get one more in. Yeah, it's not on my list, so I gotta. I knew it wouldn't be. Especially at this point, if there's any Arkham game, I know what it is. So it's not. I actually forgot to preface at the top of the show that X Men Destiny and Arkham Knight are not on my list because I've gone on record saying how much I love them. Yeah, X Men Destiny should be your number one, one, one. Though I'm pretty sure, <laughs> just okay. because you love that game too much. It's pretty good. And okay. the the reason we had not talked about Marvel's Spider-Man yet, because it is my number two. It is too good to put to a... I almost left this off the list just because I'm like, I don't want to do all these ones that everyone's going to expect. It's no fun, but I just couldn't get away from this game. It's like Mike said, it is it is Spider-Man. It makes you feel like Spider-Man, <laughs> as cliche as it is. And the story is amazing. And I love the unlockable suits and the different gadgets, impact webbing for life. I hate that it's not in the Miles game, but <laughs> Miles is still good, too. It's absolutely worth playing. It's a, a smaller chunk of a game. I'm very excited for the inevitable sequel because they keep hinting at Venom, and that's all I want. And Laura Bailey does a voice on this, too. Oh, they're going to put <laughs> Venom in the second game? Yeah, uh, I guess spoilers for the stingers mm. in oh. the games, but they're, they're both about Harry being trapped in this goo tank because he's sick or something. Okay, so I guess it's. Really leaning towards Symbiote. Um, okay, I'm excited then. I, I love Venom. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just give me a PS4 version of Maximum Carnage, and I'll be happy. <laughs> I kind of expect that to be on someone's list. It's not a good it's, game. Oh, we're going to talk about it. We're, okay. we're going to talk about it. It's another LGN game. <laughs> All right, yeah, so I before... know who to talk to when I cover that game someday. Yeah, that's true. I do want to replay it. Yeah, someday. It's... It's hard. The Baxter building boss is impossible, so. What's the game genius for? Yeah, that's accurate. All right, before we get into number one, I have no wife pick this time around. She does not play a lot of superhero games. I'm sure had I not put Spider-Man on there, she would have, just because that's one of those ones she enjoys watching me play. But I did want to mention one of the worst, since Kenneth already stepped on my NES X-Men. Iron Man at XO Manowar and Heavy Metal on the PS1 is just (laughs) just awful. Oh, my God, that almost made my list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm not even kidding. I just I have a lot of fond memories playing that in high school. I'm sure there were various chemicals involved. I'm just going to ask that. (laughs) Well, I mean, the basis of this show is that your memories tend to mislead you like infamous and every game that Mike wants to play. (laughs) (laughs) But. I don't even need to just say how bad this game is. Just go watch the game in former replay. They kind of showcase how, yeah. how dumpy it is. Oof. Yeah, looking back at it, that's pretty much why I didn't put it on my list. Because, <laughs> yeah. That's where Iron Man was back then when it comes to like C-list characters. He was yep. with Manowar from <laughs> yeah. Valiant Comics. Thanks, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the whole reason why. 
put that name on the map. And I know Mike wants me to mention X-Men Reign of Apocalypse on the Game Boy Advance. This well, is mentioned. I want you to let me play it and talk about it. <laughs> this this is another X-Men beat 'em up, but the sprite work is some of the goofiest I've ever seen. Like I don't even want to I don't want to try and paint a picture. Just pull up a long play or something. You have to see Rogue and Cyclops' walk animations. They are ridiculous. And I kind of oh, love them. Oh, oh, oh. And look oh, forward to that mini someday. I will make Mike play it. And talk about it with me. God. Hey, it's not your good. fault. You introduced me to it. No, well, like, oh. it's something else. All right. So again, oh, before oh. we go on to number one, we should list off our honorable mentions if we have any. And Kenneth, I know you said you had a couple. I, I do. But before we do that, I'm looking at this Reign of Apocalypse game and it just looks terrible. Mm-hmm. It's I, something else. I really want to play, play it. it. <laughs> I'm going to play it. I talk about it. All right. So my honorable mentions have kind of already been mentioned. Um, I had Saints Row 4 uh-huh. because, you know, it is a great superhero game. Did it break what I loved about Saints Row? Yep. Yeah, it does get a lot of flack for that. Yeah, but it was fun. I beat it. I played the DLC. I had, I had a good time with it. I also put the uh, first crackdown on here because, well, it's I hated two. And yeah, I enjoyed one, and I haven't played three, so got to put one of them on there. So there we go. <laughs> and I also had uh, X Men: Children of the Atom, the arcade fighting game by Capcom. Mm-hmm. I think it was the that first was... licensed Capcom fighting game before they started yep. all the Capcom verses. And you know who's in that game? Omega Red. Omega Red. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Silver Samurai. And Spiral, everyone's favorite X-Men character. Yeah, I would have rather had Mojo, but whatever. Oh, God. No, no Mojo. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, do you have have any honorable mentions? I do. I have Telltale's Batman, the first one from 2016. The Incredible Hulk 360 game from 2008. I played that, beat it, and I think I went for a lot of the achievements. That's actually a really good game. It's a good Hulk game. I've never played Ultimate Destruction, though. I need to put that out there. I've never tried that, so I can't speak. So that might be why I thought this one was fine. I never played that one. Everybody likes mm-hmm. um, X-Men Legends for PS2 from 2004 because I haven't played it since 2004, 2005. So I can't. I just remember it stuck with me. But since I hadn't played it, I didn't want to put it on the list. Yeah. And then it's, it's good. It's just hard to go back to uh, Batman Arkham Asylum for 360 2009 because Arkham City stuck out to me more when we went and replayed it for the series that we're doing. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why and then I didn't want to put two Batman games on there for two of the same series. All right. I got Ben 10 Omniverse, because of course I had to have a Ben 10 game somewhere on here, and Omniverse is the one that I like to go back to the most. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile game. It is a <laughs> it is a turn-based RPG where you play as Marvel characters. What's not the love, even if it's, you know, a mobile game? Yeah, it's a mobile game. That's what's not the love. <laughs> I've been like playing it for get... <laughs> probably two months now. I play it every day. But we'll talk we talked about that more on the June, how you? What are you playing? I can. I know our shows. Shut up. <laughs> that wouldn't have come out yet either. Whatever. Oh no, yeah, that would have came out. Never mind. That would have came out. Yeah. Sorry. Time paradoxes. Yep. Everything's coming out in June. Just figure it out. Overwatch is a superhero game. Don't don't at me. Spider Man Shattered Dimensions. Because as much as I love good game, Marvel Spider Man, a lot of that stuff we wouldn't have if Shattered Dimensions Dimensions hadn't been so successful as it was. Truth fact. Like all the the stealth sections. Yeah, we do get Miguel, even though he sounds like a freaking sports commentator. Nor Spider-Man Nor is fine in that game. Yeah, I was just going to say that the stealth sections in 
the PS4 game wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Noir in that game because it's basically the same thing. Noir is awesome. Yeah, Noir is best Spider-Man. It's pretty good. And then X-Men vs. Street Fighter. This is another Capcom fighting game, and it was the first game to actually get Rogue right. She could use powers, her, one of her abilities to seal an ability from the opponent, so she could do Cyclops' Optic Blast or Berserker Barrage, even though that would mean she would grow Metal Claw somehow. Don't think about it. And she could also steal Ryu's Hadouken, so that's awesome. This was a good game. It was. It was the first one that I remember playing, as far as the Marvel fighting games go. All right, and that brings us to number one. Kenneth, what do you got? All right, so we were talking about it earlier. We did make mention of it. It's a little game starring a certain web slinger. (laughs) And it was released for the Super Nintendo and Genesis, but the Super Nintendo version is the best one. You're basically fighting a symbiote for... No, I'm I'm kidding. My number one is not Maximum Carnage. (laughs) It's it's Marvel Spider-Man for PS4, honestly. (laughs) Like, if you would have asked me three years ago, I would have said it was the the version of Spider-Man 2 for the the original Xbox (laughs) that was based on the movie, because that Spider-Man game, until 2018, was the Spider-Man game. That was the one that made you feel closest to Spider-Man. The swinging, amazing, like it was, it was a quality game and pizza time. (laughs) I'm not paying for those. (laughs) This is the only game that I've ever bought the collector's edition for because it came with that sweet statue. Oh yeah. And the DLCs, they really are fun. The hammerhead one was just meh, whatever. It's hammerhead. Yeah. He's kind of an eh character anyway, so. Yeah, but it's always fun to have more to do with Black Cat, Silver Sable, and I don't know. This game just it got so much right that it makes me overlook those stealth sections. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about those stealth sections. I'm at the stealth where yeah. you're as Spider Man, not not sneaking. Oh, no, around I'm talking Jane. about the one when you're trying to like Mary Jane, or the one when you're trying to get away from Rhino as yeah. Miles, like. The Spider-Man stealth sections are fine. Yep. Mary Jane and Miles. Eh. <laughs> They've probably I'll got done without those. It. I'll overlook it because the rest of the game is just so beautiful and perfect. Agreed. Agreed. And you know it's good because I made all three of our lists. So I think yeah. it's the only, the only game to actually do that. Yep. Mike, yeah. what is your number one? <laughs> you probably already know what this one's coming. Is it Captain America and the Avengers? No, it's Captain America and the <laughs> Avengers. Of course it is. For Genesis 1991. Is this the best game Wait. on this list? No, by far. This is not a great game, but to me, this game is the whole reason I think I love Marvel characters. And I love Captain America, Iron Man, Vision, and Hawkeye. And Hawkeye is one of my favorite characters, along with Vision, because of this stupid game. This game introduced me to Whirlwind, another villain I really like, Claw, Living... Is it Living Laser? Is yeah. the guy? Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. Like, so many characters in this game are a reason I love Marvel characters and the reason I own tons of first appearances because of this game. I mean, Ultron is in this game. The Mandarin who thinks he's the Shredder is in this game. Like, it is just <laughs> such a... It, it's a game that meant so much to me. It's something I played a ton with my dad when I was a kid. We couldn't, we never beat it because we just couldn't do it. We got the Red Skull. We could never finish it. This is also a very early memory of gaming where I actually was at a, my cousin's house and he was playing this in his basement on Genesis. And I remember them. And it's always stuck with me. It's a two-player great beat-em-up from 1991. I mean, definitely not the best game on this list, but it means the most to me. 
stuff. It might have the best voice acting on this list because I still quote most of that game to this day. Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) It's awesome. Why should it go as well as the best? (laughs) Mike, what is my number one? (laughs) The game that I won't shut up about, especially recently. X-Men Destiny? No. Number one is Marvel Heroes, a.k.a. Marvel Heroes 2015, a.k.a. Marvel Heroes 2016, a.k.a. Marvel Heroes Omega for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, before it was unceremoniously destroyed in 2017 by Disney. (laughs) I love this game. I put so many flipping hours into it in the short time that I played it. It's basically Diablo with Marvel characters. It's got that top-down isometric viewpoint. It's got... I think I think I had well, I should be speaking past tense. I think it had 56 characters or 65 and they all played like you would expect them to. It's mm-hmm. one of the few games where you can play a shadow cat that isn't a mobile game. It might be the only that isn't a mobile game. And this is the game that got rogue right because in her skill trees, you can unlock all the super punching and whatever that she gets. But she's got this tree that is just blank slate powers. You can walk up to any other character and hit them with it and you steal one of their abilities and it was just so fun to build her up having Cyclops's optic blast like I said before and uh, X-Men versus Street Fighter and just Spider-Man's spider sense I think it made her dodge more often I don't know I could probably talk about this game entirely too often it was so mm-hmm. much fun and I'm so sad that it's gone and there's nothing like it <sighs> I'm gonna agree with you there I love Marvel Heroes. Oh, Oh, I played the hell out of it. This was the only game that would allow me to play as Moon Knight. Are you kidding? Of course I'm going to play it. He's an Ultimate Alliance 1. He's bogus. Heroes, I had fun. I loved it. It was good. I I actually spent real money on this game. Mm -hmm. Me too. Like, I put cash into it. I enjoyed it. It was a good time. I missed it. I played it on PC and PS4. According to my Steam catalog, I have 164.6 hours played in this. Nice. And I know I bought Shadowcat and I bought Rogue and I don't know that I I probably bought. I think I bought the Spider-Gwen costume for Spider-Man, probably. But uh, I I think I bought Punisher, too. That's understandable. Because he wasn't in a whole lot of stuff. That's actually another game I kind of expected to be on this list was that Punisher game. Oh, the PS2 one? Yeah, people love that thing. It was a good game. It'll be on the show someday. A little, a little too much, but it was a good game. A little too rough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's another glaring omission is Turtles in Time, but, you know, he can't fit everything on here. That's not a superhero game. Yeah, they're superheroes. They fight evil. They fight supervillains. You know, they were mutated by toxic waste. Yeah, I mean, there you go. They have the if, same power. Dirt up a superhero. Exactly. Well, that is that is it. Those are our, our picks for our top ten superhero games, and hopefully, you found something you want to go out and play. I think I might go start up Second Son just because it's been a while and I already have it installed. <laughs> <laughs> that tends to be the theme. The same thing. <laughs> After a game break, you early, you go to the later games and try those. Yep, that is fair. And you were Except hurt. for third birthday, then you go back and play the first one. There's no sequel to play. <laughs> and there never will be. Nope. So, uh, I think that's it. Anything else you guys want to mention? Well, I had put Captain America in the Avengers, but the arcade version into my list, but I think Mike took care of that just well enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have guessed that would be your number one. <laughs> and 
really though, Maximum Carnage is a good time. I don't. Care. It's fine. It's better than Separation Anxiety. Yes, it is. So much better. Which sucks because symbiotes are awesome and they kind of poo pooed on symbiotes. I just remember the blood red Nintendo cartridge. Yep. Yep. That and Doom. Uh, I think were the only two red ones. Yeah. Good times. Good times. I guess we should mention the next top 10 we're going to do, since that's a thing that we actually plan out now. We are doing the top 10 weapons in gaming. That should be that should be fun. <laughs> Mike, you want to hit us with some plugs? <laughs> you don't want to do it, huh? No. No, it's going to be the, the running theme. Hey, you can read the you can read the outline, the script that I have for this out for the and in, in outro. Uh huh. There's in one your head. A yeah, there's no script. All right. If you enjoyed this episode, there are tons more for you to check out. We've done three other top tens before this. Yes, three. Uh, it's top ten mechs, top ten vehicles, and top ten handheld games. Definitely check those out. We do movies. We are currently going to the MCU, and we are almost done. So check <laughs> those out. There, I think at this point, we just released Black Panther, but this is July. Da-da. Avengers Infinity War should be out for you to go listen to, so definitely go check that out. Please listen to those episodes. We put a lot of time and effort into those. <laughs> yes, we do. I don't know about <laughs> effort. We definitely put a lot of time into them. <laughs> Watch a movie and talk about it for right. three hours. That's effort, right? <laughs> so check all those out. We do game. We've covered a bunch of the games that are on this list. I was going to write down, and but that was a lot of work to figure out what episodes are what. So check them out. They're on there. Batman's on there. There's a bunch of that are on there. Infamous one. Go look around. And if you... And our out intro outro, courtesy of Bobby, aka Mike Tony from ZP Bite the Bullet, Song School Kids Squad. Definitely go check him out. You see a link in the U- into YouTube for you see a link in the show notes for his YouTube channel. That's I can't talk today. <laughs> also, we have a Patreon for as little as a dollar. You can throw us a dollar and vote in our po- we're gonna have monthly polls to decide what we watch for pilot test. At the point of you're hearing this, we should be just wrapping up the first poll and covering one of those in the coming in the coming time that you hear. So definitely check that out and help us out. And also, we are, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We are on YouTube. I just post the same audio content you're hearing. But hey, if you want to help us out, and throw us a sub. I think that's all that I need to say. I'm pretty sure. All right. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. So long.